Okay, good morning. Today's daf is daf Lamed Ches. I'm going to go from the Mishnah at the top of Lamed Ches, on Halaf 38a. Today's shir is Le'ilu Nishmas, Ben Zion Ben Ze'ev Avram Alevi. May his memory be a blessing. So, what does Mish... Yeah, let's read the Mishnah and then we'll see what it's discussing. Very interesting. It says, Rabbi Lezer Oimer, Yom Tov HaSomuch Shabbos. If it's Yom Tov next to Shabbos, it doesn't, for most cases, it doesn't matter whether we're discussing Yom Tov is on Friday going into Shabbos or Shabbos going into Yom Tov, which is on Sunday. For most cases, it won't matter, but it's Yom Tov next to Shabbos. Bein Mil Fonel, Bein Mil whether it's on Friday or whether it's on Sunday. Ma'arev odom shnei eruvin vo'omer. A person can set up two eruvin and say, eruvai berishon lemizrach v'sheni lemarov. Berishon lemarov v'sheni lemizrach. Ma'eruv on the first day will be on the east, and on the second day I want the eruv on the west. On the first, all the other way around. On the first day I want it in the west, and the second day I want ma'eruv in the east. Eruvai berishon v'sheni kibnei iri. Eruvai b'sheni uvarishon kibnei iri. He can set up and say, I want ma'eruv to be effective on the first day, and I want to be like one of the townspeople on the second day. Eruvai or ma'eruv is effective on the second day, and on the first day I want to be like one of the townspeople. Just to start, get our minds start working in the context of, well, yeah, let's read one more line. The Chachomim Oimrim and the Chachomim say, Oy ma'arev l'ruach achas, or Eina ma'arev kolo ikar. You can either make one Eruv in one direction, or you can't have an Eruv at all. Oy ma'arev l'shnei yomim, you can have an Eruv for two days, or Eina ma'arev kol ikar, or you can't have an Eruv for all. At, at all. I so Rebeleza holds, you split the days into two separate days, and therefore two separate Eruvin. And just like we know, for one Shabbos you can have your Eruv in the west, and the next Shabbos you can have it in the east, and one Shabbos you can be part of the towns, I that you get 2,000 Amos in each direction, and the next Shabbos you can have it to the north, however you want. So too, Shabbos and Yom Tov, two distinct days. Yom Tov on Friday, then Shabbos, all the other way around Shabbos, and then Yom Tov on Sunday. The Chachomim all know. You have to do one Eruv, and it takes effect on both days, and it only works for both days. So your Mokom Shvisa applies is one. And the phrase that the Gomorrah uses is Kedusha Achas. Do we say these days have one Kedusha, i.e. it's one long day regarding Eruv, an Eruv, and therefore wherever your Eruv is at the start of it, let's say Yom Tov going into Shabbos. So wherever your Eruv is on Thursday night at the start of Yom Tov, that's your Eruv for Yom Tov and Shabbos, Friday and, uh, and Shabbos, wherever you're, and if you don't have an Eruv then, well then you don't have an Eruv at all, but you can't split the two days, that's the Chachomim and Rebbe holds, no, they're two distinct days. Then the Gemara asks, according to the Chachomim, Ketzad Yase, so what do you do, you want your Eruv to be effective, and we'll see what this adds a new point, you want your Eruv to be effective on Yom Tov night, I let's say Thursday night, and Shabbos night. But there's always the chance if you're leaving a 2,000 Amos out the city, something's going to happen to it. So he says, Ketzad Yase, what does he do? He goes on the first night. I remember first night we're learning is Thursday night going into Yom Tov. And he waits for the nightfall. So he goes on Erev Yom Tov and he waits till nightfall. He takes it and he goes home. Bashani on the second day, I so late Friday afternoon, he takes it back. And then he waits till dark. Va'achla, he can even eat it to Vala. 
and then he can bring it home and then he can go home. We see that he gains from his walking, because now he can walk out of the Tchum on the second day, and he gains from his Eruv, he can eat it. However, If, however, he eats the Eruv on the first day, then he doesn't have an Eruv for the second day for Shabbos. Kedushos. It seems clear that you agree to me that it's two distinct Kedushos. Let's just, yeah, I'll analyze this mission again. I just want to mention one point. So the rabbis gave a solution how you can have the Eruv for Yom Tov and then Shabbos. You go and you carry your Eruv just there on Erev Yom Tov. You wait till nightfall. Your Eruv takes effect and you bring it back home. Then second day, I going into Shabbos, you would carry your Eruv there. This thing can only work of Yom Tov going into Shabbos, because then you can carry your Eruv home. If it was Shabbos and Yom Tov was Saturday night, Sunday, well then you could never on Friday night carry your Eruv home. Remember, you're not allowed to carry on more than for Amos in the Rishus Arabim. So that's why we're discussing Yom Tov going into Shabbos. But most halachas, most halachas apply equally, whether we're discussing Shabbos going into uh Whether we learn Shabbos going into Yom Tov or Yom Tov going into Shabbos. But for this specific point, it has to be Yom Tov going into Shabbos. Now, let's just analyze these opinions. They'll become much clearer in the Gomorrah, but it will make it a lot easier if we get them clear now. So we have Rabbi Eliezer, who's straightforward because he holds it's two distinct days. Yom Tov going into Shabbos or Shabbos going into Yom Tov is two distinct days. And therefore, they each require a separate Eruv. I mean, obviously, you can use the same Eruv twice, but theoretically, they each require a separate Eruv. And they can be two totally different Eruvs. On Yom Tov, you can have your Eruv to the west. I want to go to the shul to the west of the town. So I set my Eruv there, and I can now go 4,000 hours outside the city. On Shabbos for the second day, I can do it on the other opposite side. Or I can say, on Shabbos, on the first day, I don't want an Eruv. I want to be able to walk 2,000 hours to the other side of the city. But the second day, I want my Eruv to be that I can go 4,000 amos to the west. You can do that. Two distinct days. The Chachomim are a bit more complicated as we see because they basically hold for both stringencies. Um, they hold for both stringencies. They hold, maybe it's one day. And therefore you can only have one Mokom Shvisa for both Yom Tov and Shabbos. And that's why if you set your Eruv to the west of the town, that's where your Eruv is for those two days. If you don't set an Eruv, well then you don't have an Eruv at all for those two days. For Friday, which is Yom Tov, and Shabbos, which is Shabbos. They also hold, however, you have to make sure to have the Eruv in the same place for both days. In case, in case it's two separate days. So you have to set your Eruv there. You have to make sure your Eruv there is on Thursday night for Yom Tov. And you also have to make sure the Eruv is there Friday night. Um, because other, in case it's two separate days. Okay, let's see further in the Gemara. The Gemara, the Chachomim mentioned, you can put your Eruv on one side, or you don't have an Eruv at all. or you And you can set up one Eruv. For both days, or you don't have an Eruv at all. So the Gemara says, achas When we say you can only have your Eruv in one direction, what does that mean? One direction? 
Lishnei Yomim for both days. Then they come along and say, Lishnei Yomim, my Nihu. It says you can only have one Eru for two days. What does that mean? Leruach Achas in one direction. You've basically said the same point twice. You've told me in two different ways that you can only have one Eru for both days. It says, This is what they were saying. This is what the Rabbonin was saying to Rabbi Eliezer. It was actually the rabbi speaking to Rabbi Eliezer and they said to him, do not agree with us. You can't make the first half of Shabbos your Eruv to the south, to the north, and the second half of Shabbos your Eruv to the south. I, on one Shabbos, you can't have two Mokom Shvisi. You can't say, well, Shabbos morning I want my Eruv in the north and Shabbos day in the south. So they said to him, yeah, you're right, true, I agree to you with that. So they said to him, Well, they said, well, if that's the case, that you can't set up one Eruv to the north and one Eruv to the south for half of Shabbos and half of Shabbos, well, then so too over these two days, you can't set up one Eruv to the east and one Eruv to the west. So the Rebelezer and Rebelezer would respond, Hasam Kadusha Achas Hachabais Kadushas. No. There Shabbos has one Kadusha. Here it's two separate Kadushas, it's two distinct days. So he says you can't learn from one to the other. You're right. Over one Shabbos, and it would be the same halacha over one Yomtov, one day of Yomtov, you can only have one Eruv, because you can only have one residence at a time, one Mokom Shvisa. But where it's two distinct days, Kadusha Bays Kadushas, well then obviously you can have two separate um two separate days. Now Omar Lohem Rebi Eliezer Rebi Eliezer says to them Yato Moidim Sheim Eruv Baraklov Bayom Rishon Mahari Baraklov Bayom Shaini. Do you not hold that if he makes an Eruv with his feet on the first day, he can make an Eruv with his feet on the second day? Nechol Eruv what does it mean making an Eruv with your feet? So I don't know if you remember when we started this parak. I, I don't know if I mentioned it, but there are actually two ways to set up an Eruv. One way is like we've been discussing throughout the parak is putting a meal where you want your Mokom Shvisa to be. That makes that your new Shabbat zone. Another way to do that is you personally, the advantage of that is you don't have to do it. You can ask your friend to do it on your behalf. Remember we learned... Um, according to many opinions, you can rely, especially Isu like an Eruv, you can rely that the Shliach will carry out his task. So you can ask your friend, please set up the Eruv for me and tell him where you want it in the west of the city. However, another way to set up the Eruv is for you to go and sit there, go and be in the place where you want the Eruv, going into Shabbos or going into Yom Tov. That's Baraglov. You walk there and you sit there. By sitting there till Shabbos comes in, that's your Eruv. That's your Mokom Shvisa. So that's what it means, Baraglov. So they said to Rebbe, Rebbe Lezer said to the Chachomim, do you not agree that you need to walk there on both the night for the night of Yom Tov and for the night of Shabbos? And or, Nechal Eruv will be Yom Rishon. If you ate the Eruv on the first day, and you say, you can't rely and travel outside of the tomb based on it on the second day. What do we see? You, Rabbonin, yourselves hold that there's two separate Kedushos. That your Eruv doesn't work for first night and second night. You need to do an Eruv for both first night and another and an Eruv for second night. So Omrulo Aval, they said, true, you need to do that. So he says, Holai, base Kedushos, and clearly it's base Kedushos. 
Rabbonin, but the rabbis will respond, Sfukim is fake lehu. Nope, we're in doubt. Vahacha lechumra, vahacha lechumra, in both cases, in both scenarios, you have to go strict. I, this is as I explained in the Mishnah, Rebeleza holds very clearly you view them as two distinct days, and therefore they two totally separate Eruvin. The Chachomim are not sure. They say, on the one hand, you view it as separate days. On the one hand, you do it, we're not sure whether you view it as one day, one long day, one Kedusha, or two separate Kedushas. Therefore, you can only make one Eruv for both days, and it's in effect, once you make one Eruv, it's in effect for both days, but also you have to make sure that that same Eruv is set up on first day and second day, or for first day and for second day, in case you only have in case it is two separate days, then if it's not set up on second day, you can't carry based on it. So they're as mis, They're in doubt whether we view the Shabbos going into Yom Tov or Yom Tov going into Shabbos as two separate days. They said to Rabbi Shabbos, Do you not agree that you can't make an Eruv on Yom Tov for Shabbos? We'll see a bit more of this um, over the page, but you're not allowed to make an Eruv on Yom Tov for Shabbos. I can't take two loaves of bread on Yom Tov afternoon, Friday afternoon, which is Yom Tov, and go to where I want my Eruv and say, I'm making this my Eruv for Shabbos. You can't do that. So Amalem Aval, he said, yeah, that's true. So he said, hi, like Achasi. But the fact that you can't make an Eruv on Yom Tov for Shabbos must be because... It's one day, and if you missed making it at the beginning of Yom Tov, you can't make it in the middle for Shabbos. That would be the same as making the Eruv on Shabbos morning. It's, it's, it's in the middle. So Rebbe Lezer will explain, No, the reason you can't do it there is because of preparation. We'll see more of this over the page, but we know you're not allowed to prepare on Yom Tov for Shabbos. So you can't carry these two loaves of bread and put them down and say... I am making, this is my Mokam Shvisa. You can't do that on Yom Tov going into Shabbos. Not, not because if you make an Eruv on Friday afternoon, which is a Yom Tov, it's the same as making it in the middle of Shabbos because it's one Kedusha. No, that's not the problem, Rebbe Lezer says. The issue is, it's preparing on Yom Tov for Shabbos, which is Osur. Okay, now we're going to bring a Brisa which elaborates the different opinions we find in regard. So we've already really seen two opinions. We've seen Rabbi Eliezer that holds they clearly two distinct days. They base Kedushos and therefore they act independently regarding Eruvin. And we've also seen the Chachomim of our Mishnah who say it is a Sophic and you have to go strict according to both. Yes, Basil. Yeah. So Yeah. So according to Rabbi Eliezer, we'll see we'll see we'll see a bit more about the preparation. According to Rabbi Eliezer, you can set up the Eruv. You would have you, you could set up the Eruv in advance. According to the Chachomim, their main point is it doesn't 
you have to only have one Eruv for both days. So even on Thursday afternoon, you go to the east and the west, only one of those can be your Eruv for both days, for, Thursday, for Shabbos and for Friday and Shabbos, for Yom Tov and Shabbos. According to Rabbi Yehuda, according, sorry, not according to Rabbi Yehuda, according to Rabbi Eliezer, yeah, that's what you could do. On Thursday, you go set your Eruv up to the west. On Friday, uh, sorry, on Thursday afternoon, you set it up to the west for Yom Tov, and you go to the east and set it up there for Shabbos. Again, you'd have to make sure that the Eruv's there at the right time, but yeah, that's what you could do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Remember, you can only, that's an important point to clarify because it will also come up later on. You can only have one Mokom Shvisa on Shabbos. So normally your Mokom Shvisa is your house where you're staying. And therefore you can go 2,000 Amos to the one side of the city and 2,000 Amos to the other side of the city. If you're using an Eruv Tchumim, you're setting up your Mokom Shvisa somewhere else. So you can only go... 2,000 Amos to the east of that Eruv and 2,000 Amos to the west of the Eruv. So it comes out, we'll see this over the page, that's why it's worthwhile investing a little bit more time and getting it clear. Um, if you set up your Eruv 2,000 Amos to the east of the city, now remember that's your Mokom Shvisa, so you only allowed 2,000 Amos with around there, you would not be allowed to take even one step to the other side of the city, because that's outside of the 2,000 Amos. Okay, let's see this brysa. Tonu Rabbonu, we learned in a brysa, Eruv Beraglov Beyom Rishon, Ma'arev Beraglov Beyom Shani. If you made your Eruv by walking there on the first day, I Thursday evening for, for, your, for Yom Tov, you would have to do the same for Shabbos on Friday afternoon, I on Yom Tov. Nechel Aruve Beyom Rishon, if you ate your Eruv on Yom Tov. So Yom Tov, you forgot that it was your Eruv and you ate it. It says, You're not allowed to, you're not allowed to carry relying on the Eruv. Divrei Rebbe, that's Rebbe's opinion. Rebbe Yehuda, I mean, Rebbe Yehuda says, No. You have to go strict. Remember we learned this before. The way you lead a camel and the way you lead a donkey are very different. A camel, you go in front and a donkey, you lead from behind. Guess you prod it on. So, what does it mean, Chomer Gomel? You're being pulled in both directions. What is the, and how does that translate into a Ruvin? That's this point we're discussing. If let's say on Shab, let's say for this second day. So, on Yom Tov on Friday morning, you ate your Eruv. Now he says you have to go strict and it's not and you don't re, and for Shabbos. So what do you do for Shabbos? You view it both as if your Eruv's in the city and if your Eruv is where you set it up on Erev Yom Tov. And therefore, you can't go 2,000 Amos to the... Let's say you set it up east of the city. You can't go 2,000 Amos to the... Sorry, you set it up east to the west of the city. Because it's 2,000 Amos from your Mokom Shvisa. You also can't go 2,000 Amos past your Trum. Because maybe your Mokom Shvisa is your house, the city. 
So that's what it means. Chamar Gomel, you're stuck in the middle. You're being pulled in both directions. You're stuck in the middle. You have to go straight. So that's the second, uh, that's the other opinion. Yeah. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, the Rabbi Shmuel ben Oishel, Rabbi Yochanan ben Broika, Oimrim, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Yochanan ben Broika, say, Eruv beraglov berishon, ve'ein ma'arvin beraglov b'shaini, nechal eruv beyom rishon, yoitin olov beyom shaini. If you set up your Eruv on the first day, you don't have to make the Eruv again on the second day. If you ate your Eruv on the first day, you can still rely on it on the second day. They clearly hold, this third opinion clearly holds, the Eruv, um, sorry, this, um, this third opinion, this, yeah, this third opinion clearly holds that it's one Kedusha. You view Shabbos and Yom Tov going into each other as one long day. So as long as you had an Eruv at the start, it, ca- it counts for the whole, for the whole time. Omar Rav, Rav says, Halacha kadalet zekenim alalu valiba de Rebi Eliezer. The halacha is like these four zekenim, the following four zekenim, and Rebi Lezer, the Omar Beis Kedushas Hain, who say it is two Kedushas. Now we're just going to analyze this, so let's just get this. Uh, this is basically the rule. We're going to mention the four sages and analyze if that's really what they, ha- what they hold. But what is this opinion? That Shabbos and Yom Tov are two distinct days. Base Kedushos. And therefore, if you want, your, you can set up two different Eruvim. You can set up an Eruv for one day and not have an Eruv for the other day. And also, if your Eruv gets eaten on the first day, well then you definitely don't have an Eruv on the second day. That would be this opinion. Who are these four? Rebbe Shimon Megamil, Rebbe Yishmol, Rebbe Yochanan Ben Broika. Rebbe Eliezer, like we saw in our Mishnah. Rebbe Eliezer, Rebbe Shimon. And who's the anonymous Tana. It seems Rebbe, when he compiled the Mishnah, he often left an opinion anonymous, and that's Rebbe Yossi Bar Yehuda. Some say another one of them was Rebbe Lozor. And take out Rebbe Yossi Bar Yehuda Stimta. But either way, according to Rav, we have, the halacha is like these four sages that it's two distinct days. Now we're just going to clarify this. But we learned they hold the opposite. In our brisa, we quoted at the top of the page, these two opinions said that if you set up your Eruv on the first day, you don't have to worry about it for the second day. Because it's one long Kedusha. And you just told me. It says, April, yeah, switch it around. Well, then that's the exact same thing as Rebi. Rebi, the first opinion we saw in the Brisa, said that if you set up the Eruv on the first day, you have to set up the Eruv on the second day. If you set up the Eruv on the first day and ate it, well, then you can't use it for the second day. So he clearly, Rebi clearly holds it's two distinct days also. So he says, no, um, says, Say also Rebbe Shimon and Gamliel. Well then Rav who said that there are four opinion who hold for the, excuse me, you should have added a fifth, Rebbe. So no, Rebbe is teaching this, but he doesn't hold for it. I often, at Tana, like Rebbe, he'll be quoting an opinion. It's not necessarily his own opinion, but it could be his Rebbe as a tradition. He knows that there are other sages who hold this. 
Then it says, Rabbonin Ami Tanilo, Veloy Spirilo. Oh, well, then why don't we say that Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel and Rabbi Yochanan Ben Broika, why don't we say that they taught that but don't hold for it? No, Rav Gmora Gmirilo. Rav had a tradition. I, what we're basically saying is when Rav tells us the halacha is like Rabbi Eliezer and the other three sages, like these four sages, that, who all hold that Shabbos and Yom Tov are viewed as two distinct days, it's Beis Kedushos, um, that is, he didn't work that out. He didn't calculate it from the prices and what we see mentioned in the names of their opinions. Because actually it's not very clear whether they're saying their own opinions or they're quoting another opinion. What do they really hold? So it's not too clear. But he had a tradition that this is what they, what they held. Okay, so that would be Rav's things. Then it says, um, new point, Kinot Nafshei, the Ravuna. When Ravuna died, Al Rav Chizda Lememre the Rav Rav, Rav Chizda went to the base Medrash and he raised the contradiction in two teachings of Rav. It says, Does Rav really hold that Alocha is like these four elders in accordance with Rabbi Eliezer? The Omar Shtei Kedushas that says it is two Kedushas. Okay, up to here, the one side, that's Rav as we've seen him up to here. We know Rav said that if you have Shabbos and Yom Tov next to each other and an egg was laid on one day, you're not allowed to eat it on the second day. Now, granted, you're not allowed to have an egg laid on that day. If an egg was laid on Shabbos, it's Mukta, you can't have it. If an egg was laid on Yom Tov, you can't have it on that day of Yom Tov. But generally, if it was laid on the day before... You can have it. But by the fact that Rav says if it was laid on, let's just say, Yom Tov on Friday, which was Yom Tov going into Shabbos, you can't eat it on Shabbos. We see he views Yom Tov going into Shabbos as one Kedusha, one long day. So that seems to, again, if you viewed it as two separate days, then you'd say, well, the egg laid on Yom Tov on Friday, I can eat on Shabbos. But the fact that Rav comes along and says that it's no, it's one day, that you can't eat that egg on Shabbos, must be holds it one day. Which contradicts what Rav just told us the halacha is. Rav, we just saw Rav told us the halacha is that we view Shabbos and Yom Tov next to each other as two distinct days. So, Omar, Rabba, Rabba answered, Hasam Mishum Hachona. The reason there is not because it's one day, it's because of Hachona. This point that you're not, you can't get benefit on Shabbos from something prepared on Yom Tov. Where do we get this from? The Tanya, as we learned in a Brisa, on Friday, on, on Friday, you will prepare for Shabbos. The Gemara makes the Diuk. On a weekday, you can prepare for Shabbos. On a weekday, you can prepare for Yom Tov. And you can't prepare on Shabbos for Yom Tov or Yom Tov for Shabbos. By the man. Interesting enough, that's where we learn, yeah, by the man, it says on Friday you'll prepare for Shabbos. We basically translate that not on Friday, but as a weekday you can prepare for Yom Tov or Shabbos. But you can't, are not allowed to prepare on Shabbos for Yom Tov or Yom Tov for Shabbos. Very interesting discussion. Is this Halacha Doraisa or Durabonan? Many hold it's Doraisa. You're not allowed to start cook on Yom Tov for Shabbos or Shabbos for Yom Tov. 
that's why we have the Eruv Tavshilin. I'm sure you've heard about uh, Eruv Tavshilin. They always put out reminders when it's Yom Tov going into Shabbos. What do you have to do? You have to do an Eruv Tavshilin. The mechanisms, I guess, we need to discuss and clarify. I think we'll come to that. I think it's in Beitza. Um But there, what do you, you have to start your preparation so that you're not really starting your preparations on Yom Tov for Shabbos. Because that is Osur. Um, interestingly enough, there are a lot of things that we do on Shabbos as a remembrance to the man. We have two loaves of bread. One of the, one of the reasons we cover the challah is to remember the man which was covered with dew. There are, many, there are a few things we do on Shabbos, especially with bread, regarding the man. If you learn this pasuk as Vahayob Yom Hashishiva is referring to Chol into Shabbos or Chol into Yom Tov, well then those same halachas would apply on Shabbos and Yom Tov. And that's how we practice. We make sure on Yom Tov to have two loaves of challah, not just one. Again, that's Zeicher Laman. Why is the two loaves of challah a remembrance for the man? Because on Friday, you got a double portion of man, so you had for Friday and Shabbos. So, so too, that's why we have a double loaf of bread. I mean, Shabbos, interestingly enough, on Shabbos, there's an added factor why we find lots of doubles too. Also, again, fascinating thing to think about and go into, but why everything about Shabbos is doubled. The famous Zachor Vashamor. In the one Luchos it says, Zachor is Yom Shabbos, in the other Luchos it says, Shamor is Yom Shabbos. Um, two, uh, um, two, two dimensions. There's always this dual aspect of Shabbos. Two loaves of bread, two candlesticks. That's a very strong minag. Obviously, you fulfill the mitzvah if you just have one, but there's a very strong minag to make sure to have at least two. Um, again, corresponding to Zachov Shama, what's this dual aspect? And then also the double portion of the man. Okay? Um, what do you think about? Now, Omer Le'abayas, Abayas said to him, what about our Mishnah? It says, How do you do it? The Rabbonin, the Chachomim of our Mishnah said, uh, let me just think about this. Yeah, the Chachomim of our Mishnah said that, they said, they held for Sofek, but they said you have to set up your Eruv on both Friday, on Thursday evening and Friday evening. I, they said, what did they say you do? We'll read it inside now. But they remember, they remember they weren't sure is it one or two days. So you have to treat it as one day, but you also have to make sure you have the Eruv there for both days. So they said on Yom Tov now, you go there, Eruv Yom Tov, Thursday evening, and you wait till nightfall, and then you can take your Eruv home with you because it's in place for Yom Tov. And if it's one day, well, then it's in place for Yom Tov and Shabbos. Then the following afternoon, this is again Friday evening, but it's Yom Tov, you go back with the Eruv and you wait there with the Eruv until nightfall. But what are you doing there? You're going on Yom Tov to set up your Eruv for Shabbos. Isn't that what we've just said is Osur? So that, let's just see this inside. Elohod, what about our Mishnah, which teaches Kate how do you do work with the Eruv? You go there before the first day. I We said Yom Tov. Evening and you wait for nightfall with your Eruv. Then you take it back home. On the second night, you go Friday evening and you take wait till nightfall, the Ochla, and then you can eat it or bolo and go home. 
you're preparing on Yom Tov for Shabbos. When you set up the Erev on Friday afternoon, that's Yom Tov and you're preparing for Shabbos. What did you think that the Erev takes effect at the end of the first day, at the end of Friday, as it goes into Shabbos? He says, no, the Eruv only takes effect at the Tchilas Ayom, at the start of Shabbos, at Seis HaKochovim. V'Shabbos, Mechina La'atzmo, and therefore it's really Shabbos, preparing for Shabbos on Shabbos. When you carry this food and put it down where you want your Eruv, it's not really doing anything until that moment it switches to nightfall. And when it switches, and that's already Shabbos. So it's, it's not preparing, setting up an Eruv, making the Eruv take effect on Yom Tov for Shabbos. The Eruv is taking, only taking effect on Shabbos for Shabbos. But if this is the case, you should, you should be able to make an Eruv with this jug. What's the case of the jugs? I don't know if you remember, a few days ago, we learned that if you have a bottle of Maserishon, it is still Tevil. Why? Remember, Maserishon is the 10% of your wine that you separated for the Levi. What does the lady have to do? He has to take 10% of that and give it to the coin as truma. Truma's master. So if you have a bottle of master rishon, it, it is tevil. Now, tevil, no one's allowed to eat, so you can't use it for an Eruv. Remember, an Eruv has to be something that someone can eat. What happens? The mission, I mean, it's the mission there. What would be the aloch if someone says, at nightfall, I want my wine, that jug of wine, to become, I want that jug of wine to become Trumas Maser. I, then it is edible to Kohanim at nightfall. Now, if you hold that the Eruv only takes effect at nightfall, then that should be valid. Because at nightfall, when it takes effect, it is edible. So why does the Mishnah over there say, if you use this bottle of Tevil wine, that will become Truma's master at nightfall, it's invalid. Must be the Eruv kicks in at Shkia, not at Seis, at Shkia, a few hours earlier. So it's inedible, it's Tevil, till nightfall, and that's already when it tried to take effect as an Eruv, and it didn't. So the Gemara says, You need a Su'uda that is fit to be eaten while it's still day, and you don't have that. I'm very interested. So there's actually two factors. One fact is obviously you need your Eruv to be edible and you need it to be there at nightfall, going in from Friday to Shabbos. But also, another factor is the Eruv has to theoretically, even though it doesn't take effect yet, it has to be edible while it's still day. And a bottle of Tevil wine, no one's allowed to eat. Oh, but then what about what Rebbe Lezer taught? If it's Yom Tov next to Shabbos, whether it's before or after, a person can make two separate Eruvin. You need a Su'uda that is fit on both days and you don't have that. Sorry, so let's just start this point again. Um, so Rebbe Lezer, remember Rebbe Lezer said that the two days Yom Tov and Shabbos are totally distinct. And therefore he said you can set up an Eruv in the east for Yom Tov, and then on Shabbos you can go and set up the Eruv in the west. Now, think about it. If you set up the Eruv 2000 Amos to the east, 
on Yom on Yom Tov for Yom Tov, on Shabbos afternoon. Sorry, on Yom Tov afternoon going into Shabbos, so Friday afternoon going into Shabbos, are you able to get to your Eruv that you put two thousand Amos to the east? Again, you set up your Eruv two thousand Amos to the west. Now Friday afternoon you want to make an Eruv for Shabbos. Are you able to get to your Eruv that's two thousand Amos to the east? You're not. Why? Because on Yom Tov, you can only travel 2,000 um, for 4,000 Amos from the city to the west, but not even one step to the east. So you don't have a Sa'uda that you could eat. It's not accessible. You can't eat it. It's the same like we learned if it's got a huge pile of rocks that have fallen on it. It's inaccessible to you. So how can you tell me that this Eruv that granted you put it there on Erev Yom Tov on Thursday evening. So you didn't have a problem of getting there there. But when when Shabbos, when it is Yom Tov going into Shabbos and you want the Eruv to take effect. It has to be an Eruv that's edible that day. And it's not edible because you can't get there. It has to be an Eruv that's accept, that's fitting to be eat, to be eaten. So says, You need a su'uda that's edible on that day, and you don't have that, that you could eat then, and you can't. So You thought that you were setting up this area of 2,000 amos to the west of the city, and then 2,000 amos to the east of the city. Not, that's not necessarily the case. The monarch labor soif elef amalekan over soif elef amalekan. The case would, could be, and would be where he set up the Eruv 1000 amos to the west and 1000 amos to the east. Now that helps you. How does that help with the trum? So you can now go instead of just 2000 amos to the east or the west, you can actually go. 3,000 Amos. So it does help you. It gets you an extra. But still, those two Eruvs, the one that's 1,000 to the west and 1,000 to the east, those two Eruvs are within 2,000 Amos of each other. So whichever one's your Mokom Shvisa, you can still get to the other Eruv. And that, so that's what happened here. On Thursday evening, going into Yom Tov, you put two Eruvs there. Let's just say you put two. You set up one on... One to the west and one to the east. You went to the one to the west and you said, this is my Eruv for Yom Tov. Then for Shabbos, late Thursday, late Friday afternoon, you traveled to the Eruv or you could get to the Eruv that you already set up there for Shabbos because it's 2,000 Amos from your Mokom Shvisa of Yom Tov. Let's do one more point. Elohod Omar Abiyuro. Eruv Baraglov Yom Rishon Ma'ariv Baraglov Yom Shani Eruv Bepas Beyom Rishon Ma'ariv Bepas Beyom Shani Hokom Machin Meyom Tov LeShabbos. But wait, Rav Yehuda told us you can set up your Eruv. You walk to your Eruv on the first day, and you walk to your new Eruv for the second day. Or you set up your Eruv with bread for the first day, and then on the second, and then you set up your Eruv with bread for the next day. Now let me ask you. Let's just discuss carrying the bread. You, where are you putting on when? When are you putting up this Eruv for the second day? On Yom Tov afternoon. Yom, let's just again keep with the structure. It's Yom Tov on Thursday night, Friday. Now you want to set up the Eruv for Shabbos. So you're going there on late 
Friday afternoon, Shab, which is Yom Tov, and setting up the Eruf for Shabbos, which is Asur. As we said, you're not allowed to prepare on Yom Tov for Shabbos. You're not allowed to make an Eruf on Yom Tov for Shabbos. So Amalei said to him, Who says he's going and saying anything? He's going and he's just sitting there. I, this, that it would be a problem to prepare on Yom Tov for Shabbos, would to go and say the declaration that I'm making this, but if you just go and sit there, you just go and be there, you put your Eruf there, you're not saying anything, you've just walked there, that's fine. And command, this is in accordance. This seems to only be in accordance with um, Ownerless objects acquire their Mokom Shvisa. I don't want to go exactly into Rabbi Yochanan Ben-Nuri's discussion. It comes up, uh, we'll do it next week. Um, it's it's a Daf Mem Hay. Um, but what he, he holds that you don't need any formal declaration that this is an Eruv. Any object that is in a specific place when you start Shabbos, I says a person who's sleeping. He walked a few thousand amos to set up his Eruv. He walked a two thousand amos to set up his Eruv Tchumim and he fell asleep there. He didn't make any declaration. He wasn't even aware that he was setting up the Eruv when Shabbos came in. Contrary any item that is where it is, automatically that becomes its Mokom Shusa. He says that's how you can have ownerless items that have a Mokom Shvisa. No, no person sets up, oh, that's my Shabbos resident for my items. No. It just automatically becomes its residence. So Rabbi Yochanan holds it's automatic and therefore that's what he does. He walks on, again, it's Yom Tov, but it's Friday evening, Friday afternoon, so he wants to set up his Eruv for Shabbos. He walks and he sits there. Automatically it becomes a, his Mokom Shvisa for Shabbos. But again, he hasn't said anything that makes it preparing on Yom Tov for Shabbos. So the Gemara says, yeah, you can, I feel a tamer Rabbonin. You don't have to limit to Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri. You can even say it's Rabbonin. I'm kind of like Rabbonin earlier to Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri. There, the Chacham, the Rabbonin argue with Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri because he's asleep. The Loi Motsi Omar, it would be impossible for him to say, to declare it an Eruv. And that's why the Rabbonin say it's an invalid Eruv if he falls asleep before, de- before making it his Eruv. Aval ben but when he's awake, the e boy the Omar, that if he wanted to say the declaration, he could say it. Afalkabdullah Omar, well then even if he doesn't say it, Commander Omar Dami. It is as if he stated and set up the Eruv. Okay, so in summary, some of the, in, the interesting, um, some of the main points from today's daf. Firstly, we saw that there's a three-way maflokes. Do you view Yom Tov going into Shabbos or Shabbos going into Yom Tov as a two so totally separate days that you could have two totally separate Eruvin and obviously you would have to make sure to set up two Eruvin. Or the opposite would be, do you view it as one day? And therefore as soon as you set up your Eruv on Thursday evening for Yom Tov, it also carries over for Shabbos. The same as when you set it on Friday night, it works for the whole Shabbos even if you eat the Eruv Friday night. It works well. Same thing. It's one day. That's the two opposite extremes. And then obviously there's the middle opinion of our, that's the Rabbonin of the Chachomim of our Mishnah. Um, they hold it's a Sophic. You have to go strict in both ways. You can't make two separate Eruvin for Shabbos and Yom Tov because maybe it is one day. You also have to make sure that your Eruv is there for both Thursday night and Friday night. 
Because if it's not there, well, maybe it is two separate days and you don't have an Eruv on your second day, so you'd have to go strict. That's the third opinion. Then another few, some of the relevant factors we saw. One is that it's a discussion when the Eruv kicks in. We've seen this discussion before. Does it kick in at the end of Friday, Ayat sunset? Or does it kick in at the clear beginning of Shabbos or Yom Tov Ayat? at nightfall. That was an, an important point we saw. Um, another important point is you're not allowed to prepare on Yom Tov for Shabbos, but that would specifically be saying something, like saying active, let's call it actively declaring it's your Eruv. But if you just be there, you don't say anything, well, that you're allowed to do. Okay, and we'll leave it there for today. We'll continue tomorrow.